How are you ladies doing this morning? No. Yes, yay Jesus. I'm gonna try and put this where, I'm gonna invest in some tall tables, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, on your, um, before we get started, on your table, y'all already used the note thing. You obviously have a note card. If you're a note taker, I know I am. This probably wouldn't be enough for me, but I gave you something. Um, the other little thing, uh, you don't actually need it right now. It's just, it's it's going to go a little more in depth of something that I'm going to be speaking on for you just to take home, take it, or you can leave it. It's not going to hurt my feelings either way, but I wanted you to have it. Um, so here I go, me and Mike's. Bear with me. Obviously, it's going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be the Lord today. Um, I am tired. Our grandson stayed with us last night. This is our weekend to have him. And he woke up in the middle of the night, and so I didn't sleep very well. Not to mention you don't sleep well when you have, you know, a message going in your head, too. Just added, added thing. I'll try to, is it breathe out your nose? Yeah, I don't do that. I'll try not to make a lot of noise for you out of the mic, um, but I need hands-free. So if you've never heard uh, me speak before, this is the third time, I think, since we've started Life Church here that I've spoken. Uh, other than that, I haven't done it since we were back home. Um, it went, and it was to teenagers, so it's a little different. Um, so I'm still a little rusty, but I'm always willing. Uh, you know, the Lord tells me to do it, I'm gonna do it. So bear with me. Um, I'll try not to let the brain get in the way or my mouth because I'm tired. There may be some things that come out that might not be what I intend to come out, but hey, just bear with me. So we started um, li the Life Women's, uh, I'm still doing it. We started Life Women's back in January. This is actually our, is it five? We're in five now? Um, I've only missed one. Hopefully you're not gonna miss any more, but um, we started back in January. And when we came up with topics, what we felt like we should be doing, we didn't realize, um, not on purpose anyways, that really we're gonna be speaking on um, the, the fruit of the spirit. But it ended up like that. Uh, in January, we spoke on hope. Um, in February, we spoke on love and not just any love, unconditional agape love. Um, we, in March, we did faith. And then in April, we did joy. Um, and then so today, I'm not going to do all the rest of the, the fruit, but I am going to cover peace and patience, um, which kind of goes in. All of them go together, but they kind of really tie into each other. If you ever, um, if you miss any of the women's thing and you want to know kind of, we actually put these things on the podcast as well. So if you find Life Church NB, you can find the women's and our logo should be on there. You would see the, not that, you would see this and that's, it'll say who spoke and that will be the message if you want to go back and listen to it. Again, it's up to you. So this is, sorry, I'm going to try and ignore it. Sorry, it's the little, uh, the control thing. All right. So um, in Galatians, so I'm going to speak on the patient patience. In Galatians 5, 22 to th through 23, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Lo uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Obviously, I'm not going to cover every little thing, but we all need it. So um, there's no law against these things. And this is the New Living Translation. translation. Um, in uh, note back, sorry, he didn't put the other one on there. So the message, I like to, to uh, first let me say this, in the New King James Version, which I don't, I, I use it for some things, but I don't like, it's not, it's not really how I speak. So it's not like I'm not going to read something, it's not how I speak. But actually in um, New King James Version, 
patience is actually long suffering. So, uh, and it really is. It's, it's you think about your life, y- yeah, long suffering. So um, the message actually says, but what happens when we live God's way? This it's, it breaks it up. So those of us that need it like really broken up. Uh, he brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an organ. Sorry, I'm looking to see he didn't put it on there. Um, maybe I didn't give him that. Sorry. Things like affection for others, which is love. Um, exuberance about life, which is joy. And joy and happiness, just so y'all know, are not the same thing. Happiness is an emotion. That's our emotions. Joy is what the Lord gives us, provides. Right. So don't, like, we need to make sure we don't get those confused. Serenity, which is peace. Um, we develop a willingness to stick with things. Patience. And you have to develop patience. Um, I'll, I'll cover that. A sense of compassion in the heart, which is kindness. Um, and a lot of us, there's very few that don't have kindness already. Like, it's just, there are some that just doesn't, they don't have that. But you'll know. And a conviction that a basic holiness um, permeates things and people, which is goodness. Uh, We find ourselves involved in in loyal commitments, faithfulness, not needing to force our way in life, which is gentleness. Um, uh, And we shouldn't be forcing our way into whatever. Able to marshal and direct our energies wisely, um, which is self-control. And I don't know about y'all, sometimes self-control isn't a thing. Like it's really hard, but it take it. You have to have it. So that's just the the message version. And so now we're gonna go into peace. So when you think peace, when I originally think, I mean, I know the Lord's. I I know what peace means as far as the Bible goes. But for the ones before you know the Lord, when you think peace, I think these days, you know, the home peace. So even the little peace sign, or you know, the little sign. And you know, when even with youth, when we came up, they would actually do this to us all the time. So it's like it came back. I don't know if it's still a thing. It probably is. They probably do more other than the gang signs that they do. Um, But, you know, that's what I think of. I think of that. So, oh, he did put it after that. So we'll just, we'll pass that. And then that's a lot of writing in one slide anyways. So we'll skip that. So peace. Oh, sorry. I send my notes. My husband put the thing for me together. And so it's actually not in the same order. So bear with me. I really don't want to follow this too much anyways. Um, so, okay. So peace is knowing that the Lord is by our side and resting in that. Um, a lot of times we don't have that though. Like we know, we know, but we don't know. We don't let, we don't let peace. We don't know. We don't allow, or we don't remember that the Lord is by our side. So it's not good. Um, just, it's not good. It's not just knowing, but it's also living it out. So again, we can't just know it. We have to live it out. When people see us, there has to be that, that, that the spirit of peace. They have to know peace. And I don't mean like, you know, the whole let's meditate and none of that stuff. I'm talking about they just have to know in the midst of everything. And I'm going to give you an illustration in a minute because I am a visual and I like to do visual. So you might think I'm crazy, but I will come up with whatever I need to because it works for me. Um... Peace is sitting in comfort and knowing that God is our, is next to our side no matter what. So here are some different kinds. There's peace with God, which is spiritual peace. There's peace within, which is emotional peace. We all know that one very well. At least I do very well. There's peace with others. 
And that's, um, the Lord offers us in relationships. You just have, you just, you have to. So, um, have you, any of you guys, guys, sorry, it's just the normal thing. Any of you gals ever experienced, um, hyperventilating? Okay. So I experienced that for the first time when my kids were younger and never, ever experienced it. And so I remember being at my mom's and my family situation is all weird. I'm not going to go through my whole life. I just, let me just say, Rady says my family's crazy. We both have crazy families. Mine is the one that's way out there. Yes. I will just say that because they probably will listen to this and then they'll hear it later. Um, but it, there, there's a lot of, there's drama, there's divorce, there's all the things in my family. So um, I remember taking my kids to my mom and my siblings were there. And I don't, I think we went there for a graduation, but I remember just this, and I was a baby Christian still. My kids were young. I'm still figuring out, like I, I, I have the Lord. I'm still figuring it out. And out of nowhere, I just kind of feel like I felt attacked. And I don't know if they, per, like it's for my siblings. My mom is, the relationship with my mom is not a normal mom and daughter relationship. She's my mom. That's just that. So I love her, but she's my mom. Um, so I'm there and then I don't know what happened. I don't remember the exact thing, but I remember having to get, then I had a cell phone. Rady wasn't with me. I have the kids. He wasn't with me. He was back home. I'm in, she lived in Paris, Texas, and that's where I was, you know, a little, little drive. And I remember going outside, my kids coming with me and then getting on the phone, talking to him. And then I just started hyperventilating. Like I, I did, I like crying. I'm an emotional person, so maybe not as much as I used to be now. I don't know why, but I would cry. Like once the faucet starts, it's hard to turn it off. And that's what I always say. Once, once they come, I can't shut it off. It's like, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of control and it's hard. So, um, I remember just go and he's like, what's wrong with you? Here comes my mom. Well, I mean, again, she's my mom. Like, I don't want to. So what I'm, I'm giving you that, that. I'm saying this because at that time I felt like I honestly, when I look back, think it was all spiritual, a spiritual attack from whatever was going on with my siblings, because I don't, growing up with them, I was always pinned as the perfect kid, even though I was the perfect kid, but I was always the one that they pointed out when they didn't get their way. So I was the it. And this was before I knew the Lord. So obviously the Lord had something to, to has something going on. So I wanted to give you guys an illustration. So, um, let me see if I can make this happen. Okay, so this was loud. This, I, I picture, okay, so this is our world. I'm gonna try and do this. I really wanted bark, I didn't bring bark, so we have soil. So our world's already, so we want peace. Our world's already chaotic, right? No matter what, we have a crazy world. We have crazy people, we live, we have flesh. You just, there's spiritual battle, there's all kinds of stuff happening. And sometimes this, we don't realize it's spiritual. So this is the world, right? We live in this world, and sometimes, before we know, I could have had all this ready for y'all, but it's more fun doing it this way. This is us, and at first, I keep spitting. At first, this is, we're like this too. We live like this. We live in our little chaotic, this is a storm, and this is our world. We look like this junk, right? There's this junk, and we're in it. So, when you think about your life, like I am still going, it doesn't hit me as hard, but you know, last year we dealt with a big family thing. My family is still dealing with it. Um, still doing all the process of going through it. Um, I won't go fully into it. I will just say my, my nephew is no longer here. 
Um, and it was by a family member. So we'll just leave it at that. So this is our world, right? This isn't, and then sometimes we, we live in a little, this isn't going like how I've envisioned it, but you know, you get the idea. This is the storm. The storm is brewing. It's been. So this is the storm and we're in the middle of it. No matter what, all of our life, there's going to be storms. You're going to hit storms. You're going to have it. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit and you don't have this peace, you're going to be, you're going to look like this in the storm. And sometimes we try and act like, okay, we're going to sweeten it up a little. We're going to, you know, coffee bean smells doesn't fix anything. We still, we're still yucky, right? We're just still yucky. So what the Lord wants to do with this, we're actually going to do this differently. He wants to, he says, okay, you rely on me. Let the Holy Spirit come. You're going to rely on me. And we're going to, this probably won't all go out. So we're going to do it this way. But in the midst of the storms, this is probably a better thing. In the midst of the storm, because the storms are there, they don't go away ever. Some feel huge and like your world is turning upside down. And it just gets darker and darker. And believe me, I've been through quite a bit. Um, even in the past 10 years, the storms don't go away. They come and they come and they stir and they stir. But the thing is, if we press in and this is us and we allow the Lord just to keep removing the junk out of our lives and we say we, we have peace and no matter what, Lord, use me in this circumstance, it's not easy then this is us staining in it and it's just going to go away. And it's, and then the next one and you're ready and you're, and you're ready for the next storm and you will always be ready for the storms is, and you will have peace in it. That's the thing is the world has to see the peace. He has to know that Jesus is real. I mean, they have to know that Jesus is real in our lives. If we live with the junk, if we're growing around just like everybody else with this junk and this is what we look like at all times, they're not going to want what we have. Right? Right. I had... We don't want to look like that. We don't want to look like that while the world looks like that. We don't want that. We don't want the world to see us the way it is. We need to be clear because we have Jesus, because we have the Holy Spirit, because we have the fruit. We have peace. No matter what, it doesn't mean that things aren't going to hurt us or hit us and we're not going to have soft hearts and we're not going to um, be, you know, struggle for a moment. But you take that thing and you give it back to him. And he's going to strengthen. So I'll quit stirring. I'll just keep playing with it. <laughs> you know, I always say that in the midst of your storms, because sometimes you think, okay, this is taking way too long. But again, our time and his time are two different things. I want it like this. I want it taken care of. And there's reasons why we still go through it. You can't control people. We can't control circumstances. We can't control our, we can't control people's flesh. We can't. It's not up to us. But what we can control is us. We can take what we, what's going on and we can just say, okay, it's yours. Take that backpack off, lay it at his feet. I always picture backpacks. We used to do, but you just, you give it and you give it. And every time you feel that weight, you give it. And that peace is what the, the, the Holy Spirit gives us peace in the midst of the storm. Peace, no matter what little storm, big storm, our world right now is crazy. There's so many things and it's not getting better, but it's going to take us. It's going to take us to get out there and re-represent, and we speak truth. So, sorry. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So, peace with others. So, what I want us to do, I skipped that. So, right now, actually, I'm not going to do that. We're going to move on. No, I am going to do that. So, what I wanted us to do, I wanted to take just five minutes. 
maybe a little shorter than that, but five minutes max. Okay, so and I want you guys to kind of discuss. We're going to move on after this. We're going to talk at your tables with your people. Um, and I want you to discuss a time with each other when you didn't have peace in a situation and discuss when you realized it. Like I said, the hyperventilating thing for me, like I, did, I, I didn't even know what was going on. And the, but now I look back and it's like, oh, okay. You know, I allowed whatever, again, I feel like it was a spiritual attack. Um, it, my siblings were being siblings. That's how it works. But I think that I allowed things. I just was attacked and then I didn't know what to do with it because I, I didn't know at the time. But now I know. So um, when things come at you, um, you get in a car wreck, you know, you lose a family member, uh, you lose your job, or sometimes you're just, it's the whole insecurity. I don't know who I am or I believe this lie whatever when it comes at you these things it's just constant because the world it's not stopping it's just not you're just going to look like this or I even picture your feet in the sand you're at a beach and your feet are in the sand and here comes the waves and stuff you just stand firm we stand tall and you know who you are so discuss at your table just a just a something that happened maybe and maybe you haven't you don't have anything you know think about it and then we're going to keep going I love that you guys, so you guys are like just six, like sharing and expressing, but um, I know I want to quit talking. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I want to encourage you guys, you, you ladies to like continue this talk outside of these walls, you know, at the end, you know, talk more, like get to know each other. You know, we all have, we all have stories. We all have things that we've been through, things that we're still going through. Um, things that we will go through. It's like, so we need each other, right? So, and we don't need each other just to be like, pat me on the back and I'm great. No, no, no. Any more than that. I need accountability if I'm doing wrong. And I need, I also need you to know that I have people with me praying for whatever the circumstance is, like standing with me, holding. Sometimes we need to be held up. Like we just need those people to be ready just to, or not even hold up because that's what Jesus does, but to stand back, okay, is she going to fall? Like um, I can catch you and push you back. <laughs> So peace, peace, is, peace is a lot. Like it takes a lot on anybody um, to stand and just, this is, it's because I turned it off. Um, it's, it, it takes a lot. So, but now we're going to move into patience. And if it did go to sleep on me again, it took too long. We're going to go into patience. Because again, they kind of, you have to have them. You have to have all of them. But like, you can't have patience if you don't have peace. You can't have peace if you're not patience. You really have to have both. So a peace, peace, patience. And what's funny is whenever the whole time, I'm just going to spill this because I am transparent and I'm trying not to share too much of how I process things or how I think, but I'm okay with being an open book. So this is the one that kept sticking to me more than peace. And I was like, oh, but I got to do peace. But wait, is it patience? And so that's how my brain, I was like, you know what? I'm doing both. So patience is the ability to endure difficult people and situations without giving into anger or giving up hope. That's what the patience. So I know people always tell me, how do you, I love my husband. <laughs> I do have patience because, you know, and we'll get into a little more, but um, for me personally, uh, first of all, I say Jesus. Jesus is the one that gives me whatever I need to endure whatever. Now, I'm not perfect at it. I don't always, I don't always handle things great. Y'all probably won't ever, actually, some of you have probably seen it. Um, but um, it is Jesus because I personally 
take it back and say, Jesus is patient with me. Like he was patient with me until I came to him. And even now when the, the things I, if I think wrong is sometimes it's not just action. Sometimes our thoughts are not great. Um, so he's patient with me and forgives me. So I have to be do the same thing. Um, and so I think about when I think patience for most people, cause I am one of those ones. Um, cause you know, we traffic, especially out here now, and I, it's all the complaints I, I see all on Facebook all the time about there's so much traffic. This is where, I, and we look at all the things, you know, the Lord uses everything, especially if you ask for him to give you patience. He is going to use the thing that you don't want him to use, and that will be sitting in line. Maybe you're in a hurry and you don't have a choice. Um, I am one of those ones that will not, not on purpose anyways, I won't cut you off. If I feel like you're going fast, I'm just not one of those ones. It's like, I'm going to hurry again. I just, you, Randy and I are opposites. I am one of those ones that will take my time, not because I'm not considerate of you, but I'm considered the person driving and I don't want to scare them or have, or run into them or, and again, I'm not a perfect driver, um, but I am one of those ones that will wait. I have no problem with waiting. If you come and like need to get something at a store, I will wait. I don't have a problem. Um, of course, always in the family, there's always one, one way and one the other, and that's how it works. But I just, just one of those things, because again, the Lord is patient with me. Why can I not be patient with people? Again, I'm not perfect. There are some things, for instance, um, I actually, because I talked about this morning, going to my families, my parents, the Lord helped me with patience. If you know me, I am a get up fast, like my brain, I always call it a computer brain. It is constantly like going, it does not stop. It's on the creative side. And it's on the serving side and it's on the cleaning side. Like it just moves. I don't, it's like, I don't know how to shut it off and then go to sleep. Um, unless I'm, and then even spending time with the Lord, the Lord will just keep like, I feel like keeps giving me things. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Um, but I'm not, he knows what I can handle. Um, so I had to learn patience a lot being there because they're not like me. We get up early in the morning, I pop awake. Um, I don't know if anybody know. My dad had surgery, I don't even know how many weeks ago now, maybe a month, maybe a little longer um, ago. Uh, he was happy, they found a, a mass in his colon, so he had to go and have a, a big chunk removed. And then they had to reboot it. And in that, and this is what we're dealing with now, I'm actually leaving Monday. I will not be here Wednesday, ladies, sorry. Um, but I'm going back up there. When they remove that, and this wasn't part of my notes, when they removed that, um, they took a lot of his lip notes too. My dad dealt with cancer 11, 12 years ago. It was skin cancer. They removed the lip notes. He was, you know, he's been fine. He has to go get checkups all the time. Well, then they, this comes up. And then what's weird is he went to an appointment in February. There was nothing, went back to an appointment and there was something like just automatic, like pop up. So, and then he had to wait for the results. So he's in the healing process. Now serving again, I didn't know until like, maybe a few years ago that the serving the way he, my dad is a server without really, you know, he just does for people. That's part of the reason I think I am the way I am just by watching. My dad's a hard worker. He cannot sit. Even now he's supposed to be, it was supposed to be six weeks. And then they add another six weeks of just taking easy. Don't lift more than 10 pounds. I'm sure he's there mowing and doing all the things he's not supposed to. He had staples. They had removed him, but he's, you know, all that surgery. You go in, you cut and um, so in the lip notes, they took out 24 lip notes and then they finally got the result back and one of them came back cancerous. 
So now he's going through the hole. He's got to get an MRI on his liver just to see. It doesn't mean he has cancer. It's just they're going to go check everything. So that's what that world. So I'm there. I'm trying to help them the best I can. He lives five hours away from me. So I'm doing what I can. This is not the thing that happened a year ago, although it's my family. It's the same family um, that I was talking about a while ago. Um, so being there with, I'm trying to be careful because if it gets out there, I don't want them to like get mad at me. And um, I had to, when I wake up in the morning, I'm ready to go see him in the hospital. That's just, I'm ready. And, but the other person wasn't. So I'm sitting, and again, I'm only there for a few days because I, I mean, we run this too. I, I'm splitting, like for me, it's like, okay, I'm a planner. I got to do this, this, this. I got to make sure that's done. I don't have you for that. that. You know, that's just how I am. That's how I'm work. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, instead of sitting here, I'm like, okay, so when do you want to go? The first day we go back to the hospital after surgery, because we spent all day there. You know, they tell you be at a certain time, takes a couple of hours, surgery. We have to wait before we can go see him. Um, the next day we got there at 1130. I'm up at six in the morning and I'm like, okay. Um, so the next day after that was noon. And I'm like, I could be doing things right now because my pur- one of my purpose was to go and help them get things done because when he got out, he can't do it. And I still did stuff. I just didn't get to do everything I wanted to do. So that'll be going back to do more. So anyways, the Lord did teach me more patience. I thought I was good when I was there. And I'm sure I'll learn some more. Um, but it, it's like, no matter what you have, you have to have patience. Like the Lord will continue. None of us are perfect. None of us have arrived. We're not there in any of these. I don't always have joy. I would love it. I don't always like, it's just sometimes we get our own, we get, we get in the way. So the other one is standing in lines. Again, I don't mind. I'm not in a hurry. Like sometimes yes, but I'm not in a hurry enough to be rude to people. So, but that's just me personally. Again, I know people who will like, they want them, okay, get all the way. Like that's just their heart. So, um, just some, you know, things, those are just two traffic. And I know standing in lines are like the biggest things or waiting on customer service at a place or being on the phone for an hour when you're trying to take care of something. It can get annoying, especially when you're doing that. And the person on the other line is not a very nice person, right? But you have to remember, who am I? Because if you're not nice back, who are you representing? So those are the things that go through my head. I'm not telling y'all to be me. Please don't be me. Be like Jesus. So anyways, um, so it's our ability to wait. I'm not just, he just, yeah, it's our ability to wait without becoming annoyed, upset, or angry. When we exercise self-control rather than lashing out and complaining. That's another, just another definition. So, um, again, it's hard. Peace and patience. They're hard, right? Like for me. So what you do is by practicing, you just breathe. You just say, okay. And obviously the, the answer is, okay, Lord, I need you. Like, you're going to have to help me get in. If you ask for patience, he's going to give you way. He's going to give you some things to be patient about. Be ready. Um, so there are seven stories there are more, but here are seven stories about patience in the Bible. Um, you actually have, you don't have to take the notes if you don't want. That's what the printout is. It's a little more depth up here. I'm just going to give you some scriptures, the prodigal son's father. You know, p- picture yourself being the the guy with the with the son that kind of did whatever you want, even though he had what he, you know, and then 
waiting patiently in hopes that that kid that kid's going to come back, you know, that's a great way. Like who does who would do that? Your kid goes off and, you know, anyways, I won't get into that story. I I typed up something for you. But, you know, in Luke 15, 18 to 20, um, Abraham is another one. Joseph and David, Hannah, Ruth, Mary. I mean, so, you know, just those are just seven stories of of patience happening in the Bible. And then there's there's plenty more. Um, And so if if it's in the Bible, we need to have that. Some of these people, I mean, when you're when you have to wait 40 years that's some patience. They weren't very patient, but that's some patience. Um, so how do we develop patience biblically? Not what the world says, but biblically. So we start with appreciating how God is and um, has been patient with you. And I said that. We start with um, how he's been patient with us. We start there. When you start thinking back, okay, so... I wasn't very patient. Okay, so I was late and I made these people wait. I just, yeah. So let the Lord work on you in that. Dwell on how he never gives up on you, how many times he's rescued you from sin. And that's all of us. That's all of us. Again, it's there's sin. is There's so many different ways. It's not even like you. It's not even a doer. Again, it's sometimes it's just the thought. If you're thinking about murdering somebody. If you use the word, I hate you, which hate is like murdering somebody. That's that's evil. That's how I, it's a strong word. You can not like somebody, but to hate them is a little different. Sorry, I'm going to give you a little. Um, uh, and so forth. It'll make it much easier to be patient and for his timing. And also, again, we don't know his timing and our timing are two different things. Um, I, again, remember being in Chick-fil-A and was waiting patiently, not really, for two years to get out of Chick-fil-A. Not that I hated Chick-fil-A. I just didn't, I lost the passion, was ready to be in ministry. I had to wait two years. And then I was like, what was I thinking? I'm just kidding. <laughs> life didn't get easier. It got crazier. But it's okay. I, pre- I love my life. Um, remember how God has been faithful. I don't know what he put on here. Why does this keep doing this to me? There you go. No, it skipped. Remember how God is, has been faithful in the past. He's always been faithful. No matter where you're at, no matter what circumstances you've been, um, if you look back at sometimes when we're in the middle of it, we don't think that. We don't. Sometimes we do. But there are times when it's like, how come this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. It's like I feel like I'm getting slapped a lot. And it's like, w- what's happening? And we think we just, we aren't there. But he has been faithful right? Um, just like King David said in Psalm 59, 9 through 10, you are my strength. I watch for you. Um, you, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. You're it. You're my it. You're my all. And that has to be our language. That has to be our thought process and everything. Um, we have to trust God for present and future. The present and future. We have to trust him. And trust is a hard thing. We when it comes to people, it's a little different. We can try trusting people. People will always fail us. I don't care who it is. They will always fail us, sometimes intentionally, sometimes not intentionally. We always have these expectations. So if you just stop putting your trust in people and trust the Lord, everything will work itself out. Um, and then we have to be thankful. 
if we are not thankful and grateful for what we have and where we've been and, and even in the crazy, even when we're like this, if we're not thankful, then um, you're not going to get, you're not going to get the patience. We have to be thankful. Every day you have to be thankful. You have to be thankful first that you're awake and you're breathing. Our every second, we're not, it's nothing's guaranteed. We don't know. We always say that there's a, a barcode that we can't, or a date, and you just can't see it. He knows it. We don't know it. We just don't know. You know, um, and I'm going to be a little personal right now. When I was a teenager, I remember struggling with um, suicide. And I remember, you know, there I had I had it all planned out. I tried. Didn't work. Obviously, I'm still here. Uh, but I had things planned out. Like, because I, you know, most girls, and there are guys too, like I struggled with feeling loved, being loved. Um, I knew I was, but I didn't feel it. And being a not out there kind of kid, just, uh, I want to be behind, I'm still behind the scenes, not as much. I don't have a choice. Um, but like struggling with that and I had it all, I mean, I had things planned out. This is what's going to happen. I remember telling somebody about it instead of them helping me again, I wasn't saved. Them telling me they got mad at me and just completely blew me off. Well, first of all, never do that to a person. You want to push them. Then, then second, we're not, if someone comes to you and they're with that and they think that and they want to do that, it's not our responsibility. Like you do what you can, but you can't control them. Y'all need to understand that. You can't go back and say, if I would have done this. No, you cannot control how people think and how they feel. You cannot. You can be love. You can show them love. You can show them compassion. You can show them truth, but that's all you can do. You give them to the Lord. If they don't know the Lord, you pray the Lord either uses you or sends someone into that, that relationship, into that life. That's all you can do. Um, so um, I remember doing that. And as I got older, I realized even if I was to jump off a bridge, it doesn't guarantee that my life is gone. It may guarantee I would be a vegetable. I would be in a hospital for the rest of my life. The Lord's going to use me and I'm not done until he says I'm done. So sorry, it's a little added piece, but we have to be thankful for our life be thankful for the a building there are places that don't have this there are places that don't have ac there are places that the people who don't have the clothes they don't have the the the, the ways of um getting the things there are people who are, are struggling uh so it's like be thankful instead of complaining about what you don't have and we all get there sometimes we want something and we just can't because because can't afford it, don't have the transportation, don't, whatever the reason is. And we kind of get grumpy. I mean, I understand. I have to stop myself in some areas. Um, so we have to be thankful. And in that thankfulness and in practice thankfulness, we, if we, we appreciate God and what he's done, if we remember how he's been faithful, if we trust him and we're thankful, the patience becomes a little easier. We develop that through the Holy Spirit, though. We, we're nothing without it. Um, so I want to, I'm going to, we're going to end. And if we're going to end, I could probably talk forever without looking at notes. I do better that way actually, but I know I have to have something to say on cue. Obviously I'll be talking about everything else. So I wanted to give everybody opportunity for prayer. I am one that believes that, um, again, if we come together, we pray for each other, like you're not in this alone. If peace or patience or any anything, anything that's going on in your life has got you kind of thrown off, if you don't understand or you're not sure, 
I wanted to ask the staff if you guys will come up. Um, we're going to be up here and we're not going to, we're going to play worship. It's not going to be live. There's going to be a video, but it's just words if you don't know the song. Um, we're going to end with some worship. And don't leave after this, please, to have something else for you at the end. I'm going to end with fun. Um, but I want to offer, you know, if there's something going on, if it's healing, if you're physically struggling, whether it be just like a, a diagnosis or just struggling with the whole junk that's going around, the sinuses or the new virus, whatever, like we're available. And we're always available, not just during this time. We want to, we want you to know that we're available to pray with you, pray for you. You're not alone. We're here to just kind of like, okay, I'm going to help. Again, um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So we're going to play this. Do you want me to? Okay. So, and then if, if everybody would stand. Sorry, I'm a little messy. I don't have it all, and I don't need to have it all figured out. If, you did, if I did, we'd have trouble. But um, if you have prayer needs, please come up. You have Sharon, we have Stacey, we have Kendall, and then I'm going to come down. Um, let us pray with you. Um, all right, let's go. I would love to stand here and just sing and worship the whole time, but unfortunately, we say we end at eleven. I want to be, I want to be true to that. We're we're true to our word. Um, we are going to still be available at the end. If you guys still need prayer, you want to come talk. We will be here. Okay, we're not leaving. Um, if you guys will take a seat in the chair you sat in, and this will be really quick because we have to end. There's a reason for that, and then I'm going to make it hard for you. Under one chair of each table there's an orange card you gotta find the card so i'm not gonna make you do anything crazy but if you got the card so yeah i should you should no that's okay so on the tables, there's a little blue cup with the succulent in it. That is yours. We had, a we had to end on a good note, not just like tears and crying. So we got to end on a good note. So I'm going to pray um, and we'll just, we'll dismiss. Um, feel free to get more coffee or food or come talk to us if you need prayer or whatever. Um, and so we'll just go from there. Father, we thank you so much that no matter where we're at, no matter how we're feeling, that we can come to you, um, and not just in need, but we can come to you and just, um, and worship you because you deserve that. Um, there are many times for me personally, I wonder why, why you chose me, why am I here? But then I don't doubt that I do have a purpose and there's a reason. And that, cause I trust you, you are faithful. You have always been faithful. You're true to your word. And Father, I ask that uh, you would just continue speaking truth into our lives, that we would be willing to break away anything that's not of you, any thoughts, any feelings, um, any things that we've been taught that's not of you, that we'd be willing to just knock that down and, can, and run after you with everything that we have. Um, I thank you for your word today. Uh, I thank you that you do provide the peace and patience. Um, and that we can have that and that we can show that the world that what that looks like. Um, I thank you for every lady that's in this room. And I pray, Father, that you would continue not only speaking to them, but you would continue blessing them more than they could even imagine. 
And then again, we have, we will be thankful and grateful for what you're doing in our lives. We love you and we adore you in Jesus name.